0: Hey guys, I'm Brooks. And I'm Mandy. So we're husband and wife entrepreneurs, and we believe that life and business are a giant adventure, and we want to live it with you guys.
1: So let's get to it.
0: Hey guys, welcome back! In this episode, we're gonna talk about our top three productivity tools that we like couldn't live without.
1: Yeah, but I think mine are a little bit more simple than yours are, but we'll see.
0: Whatever, simple, not simple. It's just all about like whatever's our favorite. Yeah, right? like what's yeah. what's the most important thing about us? So. You want to go first?
1: I can go first, yeah. So I say simple because I don't really need a lot of really in-depth, fancy tools to do what I do. Um, so one of the bigger things that I have come across in the last couple of years, I learned about it, don't know how I stumbled upon it, but Canva. Canva is for sure the number one thing that I use when I am creating um, ads or if I'm creating flyers or postcards or anything like that, you can pretty much do anything with Canva. So uh, if you're not familiar with it, Canva.com, you basically can become your own designer. And um, it's it's a little tricky to kind of get started, but you get to play around and it gives you everything that you need.
0: I I was going to interject. I would say the learning curve though is totally short. Like it's really even though it's you saying a little tricky, the, you can, in 10 minutes or less, you'll be like an intermediate user of Canva. Yeah, and they right?
1: have templates that you can use. And if you're completely new to graphic design or creating anything like that, um, this is not, you know, Word where you insert file and add some text. I mean, it's a, it's a completely different thing. So, yeah, super easy learning curve. But there is, there is a little learning to do, a little playing around, a little clicking around that you have to do.
0: And on that note, so, like, if I had a list of five, like, Canva would be on mine as well. But, like, so really cool about Canva. So I find that people a lot of times, you know, you say, oh, like, yeah, did you design that? Do you design yourself? And people say, well, like, yeah, you know, I just create on Canva. And I'm like, dude, like, you, because it's so much easier, I think people kind of discount Canva as, like, creating incredible designs But in reality, what's happened is Canva has made it so much more accessible for people that just have good taste or know what they want to pull that out of Canva and and make those creations. And so you're just not having to spend 50 man hours to learn how a product works. You can literally just hop in there and get going, turn out something really good, and then holy moly, you know, now you're a designer. And so, you know, I guess people kind of dumb it down, but I think it's an incredible product. If you haven't heard of it, you should definitely check it out for sure. Totally agree. I would say.
1: Yeah, and the second thing for me would be Google Docs. So in Google Docs, you can create Word pages. You can create spreadsheets. Um, it kind of has replaced Microsoft Office for me. It. Does the same exact thing. We can share it, so I can work on something, and I can share it with Brooks. I can share it with our team. Um, so that is one of the things that I use daily. I have my editor that can log in. I can do something. She can log in immediately, make some changes, and I know about them instantly. So that's really cool. I like to have um, like to have some instant results like that. And then, uh, well, go ahead.
0: No. Okay, you're going to say something else about Google Docs? No. Okay, so I was going to add on Google Docs is that like another a huge benefit or what I find beneficial is that it's, you know, obviously it's cloud storage, right? So if we were to lose our computer or whatever or you go somewhere and you don't have your laptop, well, you just log into your Google account and you can literally access any yeah. file that is in, in Google Docs, right? Kind of similar to like uh, Dropbox, I mean, Dropbox does, and that's not on our list, but of course, that's also a great a great program for sharing files. Um, the, the reason probably Google Docs is because we already use all the Google products, and so um, it's kind of just as easy, and you can go in there and, um, you know, not just all the files that we use, but also the Google Doc files, right? Like, so we use, you know, their um, – what's their Excel – thing called sheets called sheets. google sheets so that you know google sheets and their docs we use those formats for a lot of the stuff that we have and so it makes it probably easier just to go ahead and use their their product right 100%. the google Doc product yeah so that's definitely that would be on mine as well if i had five but i only have three but anyway so what's your what's only your third three. one
1: so here's where i get super simple and brooks makes fun of me a little bit but i have my reasons so the i would say it's almost the number one thing that I use on the daily, it is my paper calendar. Ooh. Yeah, I know, fancy, right? High-tech paper. Yeah, it is. And so I have learned that if I write something down, I am much more like able to remember it rather than if I pull my phone out and try to add it to a digital calendar. I don't know. We use our phones all day long and with texting and emailing, and I just I don't remember all of the things that I type. And so writing for me is huge and plus I can I bring it with me everywhere. I can flip open to a page. I can see a week at a time. I can see a month at a time and I can look a little bit further out. I don't know. Digital just doesn't do it for me. and. Brooks and I have gone back and forth on this a million times and he's finally left me alone and let me do, do my thing. He has tried to get me to share Google calendar on multiple occasions, but I just can't do it. So, um, but I get his Google doc, I mean, Google calendar alerts and all of those things. And I know what he's got going on, but he has no clue what I have going on. I guess that's the problem.
0: Trying to stay in the, trying to stay in the dark. Yeah. So truth be told, truth be told, I don't, it's not the paper that i'm making fun of because you make fun of me because i have a list every day and i'm scratching off stuff and it's in my pocket and i'm actually saving a box of like giant list things cuz i want to put it on a wall just cuz i think it'd be really cool to make like a whole collage of all these lists every day that i make and scratch off um what my only concern is that I kind of I kind of laugh when we're out somewhere and we're trying to set a meeting or something, and they're like, "Oh, what about this date?" And you're like, "Well, I don't have my calendar."
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. right. I don't and I'm take like, it with me. Well, like... let
0: me check my Google Calendar because yeah. it right because it syncs. It that's goes true. with you. Your that's paper true. Your paper calendar doesn't sync anywhere, and so that's kind of my point. If you lose it, it's gone. Google Calendar, I just log in, and there it is.
1: That's a good
0: point. Um, so those are my down reasons, but no, I I. T- Totally agree in paper and, like, the importance of paper and hand-to-paper and writing stuff down and reading it. And, and like you said, like, rem- you'll remember things better if you write mm-hmm. them down versus, you know, doing things digitally. So, no, on that front, totally, totally agree with you. So,
1: What are your three?
0: All right. So... I'm going to start off. The tool of my life, it's probably my paper calendar, is called Trello. Mm. So I've used a ton of organization apps over the last five to seven to eight years, and Trello has just become my number one. That's T-R-E-L-L-O. It's completely free. I can't remember. It got bought out by some large company a number of years ago but whatever it's still free um so every list or every project that i'm working on is inside of trello so like i just pulled up my phone just to look at it real quick so i mean planning business of, uh, like events so king cake off is in there gulf coast bizcon an event is in there biz kids they're all their own sections inside of trello uh, our entire business the mobile rundown i track inside of there information for like for this podcast information for YouTube ideas and my YouTube channel for you to me for teaching courses there uh, for our Airbnb rental business I have an entire card everything is inside Trello for uh, our franchise called cartridge world for our real estate company and just my everyday to do list it's all inside of Trello so, It's crazy. It's super in-depth. You can have teams and stuff that share where you can share and people can mark off stuff like when they do it, this and that. I really don't use that feature very much. I try to share it with people like, Like Mandy, for Mm -hmm. example, my business partner. I'm like, hey, I shared that Trello board with you. And yeah, people kind of use it, but I feel like most of the people around me aren't using it as much as I do as a solo player. Um, But I use the mess out of some Trello.
1: You gotta do what works for you.
0: You gotta do what works for you. All right, so I'll move to my number two, which is related. It's in the Google world. It is Google Calendar. Um, Yeah, to combat, I guess, your paper calendar is my Google Calendar. So... Everything that we do, whether personal or for different businesses, is all on Google Calendar. So if the Mobile Rundown has something, it has its own color code. You can share that specific calendar with a user. Um, our, for example, our Airbnb rental that we have, um, we have that the calendar syncs to our Google Calendar, so I can look and see when someone's checking in, checking out, so that we can make sure that we have, you know, the property clean. So huge for me, Google Calendar. And I know that you use that tool as well right
1: minimally yes
0: minimally okay so you have it for like kind of necessity you can look and see what what we have going on or i have going on right you just don't really put your stuff on there exactly okay you don't use it on a personal level yeah fair enough all right and so i'll move to my third tool third and final tool is um it's a website called upwork it was formerly called odesk But so Upwork is a freelancer website, so you can hire people from literally all over the world to do different things. And so I have hired probably over the last five or six years, probably 20 or so different people, if I just had to kind of estimate. um, Probably 20 or so different people. So I've hired designers for... You know, creating logos and things like that. I've created web people to help with websites. Um, I've built a number of websites myself, but if I if there's things that are just above my pay grade that I don't understand, I go and I find people that are experts in that field on Upwork. I've hired writers, I've hired assistants, uh, even a bookkeeper. So really funny, we've actually had the same bookkeeper for like five or six years. It's a guy that lives in Pakistan, a really nice guy, like, invited me to his wedding. I don't know if you know that,
1: man. I did not know that. Yeah, so, like... Why don't we
0: go? <laughs> I was like, it's in Pakistan, man. It's kind of far for me. But, like, I really appreciated him inviting me. I thought it was really cool that... He thought enough of me to like invite me to his wedding. I thought it was really neat, and
1: did not know that. So
0: these people we hire are actually around the world, right? So it's a global marketplace. Um, you can get more, uh, you know, quote unquote, more affordable rates internationally, right? So you can pay people less, but in in reality, in their cost of living, where it's a lower cost, it could be a great pay for them, and so it's kind of a win win. Is kind of a way that I see it. Um,
1: I've been very impressed with who you have hired off of that site. Yeah, so
0: it's a website that's based with ratings, and so people are rated, so you can go through and you can vet people really well. You can look at past job experience. You can look and see the feedback that they've gotten. Um, now, you have to spend time to do that, right? You can't just go out, hire someone, and expect to win. You yeah. have to kind of go through that process. Um, now, Upwork has changed the way that they charge and bill you. That actually changed recently, probably because they've turned into a giant company now where they've been growing over the years, um, but it's still a tool that I use. It's great. In fact, funny story, the... Designer, the logo designer that's designed like three different concepts for us for different projects that we have lives literally less than 30 minutes away from where we live. But I've never met this young lady. If she designs one more thing for us, I want to, like, take her out for coffee or us take her out to lunch or something and meet her. Um, But really neat. So I hired her on Upwork. I just thought it was funny that she was in Alabama um, right around the corner from us and had great reviews. And so I hired her. But I wouldn't have found her otherwise. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have found her through any other, like, Googling or anything. But I found her directly on on Upwork. So – so if you hadn't heard of some of those tools, I'd say, you know, some of them I'm sure you know about, but if you haven't and, and they pique your interest, um, definitely go and check them out. It may be a great tool for you, for you to use for your for your business or for your life. Agreed. And, yeah. Should we give them any bonus tools or not? Nah, just leave them with those six. I mean, that's probably good enough.
1: That's probably good enough for now.
0: All right. Good enough tools. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We look forward to catching you on the next episode.
1: Bye.